Hi angels, thanks for being here for episode one of the many versions of you. I'm your host, Rachel Gagliardi. I am literally thrilled to be here and I hope that you are too. This podcast will be a lot of things, but most importantly, I intend for it to be super cozy and something that you look forward to listening to each and every week. If you're a podcast freak like I am, your time spent listening to your little episodes is sacred and special and truly a highlight of your week. And I genuinely hope to become one of your podcast besties too. So for episode one, I figured I would deep dive into my motivation for starting this pod, some of the inspiration I've been collecting, um, go into a little background on who I am, and just give you hopefully a little bit of the vibe of what I'm going for. Okay, so here's a quote from author Leslie Jameson that super resonated with me. I think it contains a lot of little bits in there. At the shrillest moments of our own self-declarations, I am X, I am not Y, we often hear in that tinny register another truth lurking expectedly and begin to realize that there are things about ourselves that we don't know yet. I definitely am obsessed with the concept of getting to know myself better. It's something that I think has always been really important to me, but something that lately has become pretty crucial and something that I spend a good amount of my days thinking about, journaling about, worrying about, obsessing over. Um, The podcast is called The Many Versions of You, and when I think about that, the first kind of things that come to mind are... The idea of public you versus private you and outgrowing past versions of you and versions of yourself that you've loved, that you've hated, flattering versions of yourself versus unflattering versions, a romantic version of yourself, the chaotic version of yourself, the happy version, the stressed version, the depressed you. I mean, obviously there's infinite versions of you and sometimes there's infinite versions of me in a day it feels like like there's so many different versions of myself that it's almost scary it's totally possible that this isn't how everyone's brain is thinking I'm realizing it's a lot of different concepts that I'm trying to get to at once so I'm getting ahead of myself maybe but if you're Maybe on a more neurodivergent type of thinking, you will relate to this. And I've already had a lot of cool, positive feedback from people that they do relate to the title and the concept that I put out there with the teaser episode. So I'm hoping this is making some sort of cohesive sense to you. But I'm really interested in the overlap of all these different versions of ourselves and why we choose different versions at different times like why I'm interacting with this version of myself versus a different version of myself at any given day or around certain people. That's another really crucial part of this is who are you around others that you see all the time versus who are you when you're alone versus who are you when you're with your favorite people versus the version of you when you're like super uncomfortable 
There are so many different things at play here, obviously. The concept of forced versions of yourself, like maybe when you're at a corporate job or when you're around certain conservative family or when you're at your religious functions. These are all different versions of yourself that perhaps don't come as naturally. So the concept of personality, personal identity, who you are on many different levels is kind of what we're going for. Okay, so for instance, I'm a Virgo. Should have led with that in the first 10 seconds of the pod because it will be extremely relevant because it's one of my favorite ways to categorize myself. So these little categories that I am giving to myself, like for instance, being a mom, being a musician, being a vintage seller, being a Virgo. Um, I'm asserting these. So for me, they're personal identity. Identity obviously means a lot of different things. And in a second, I will define it for you. But for the sake of this podcast, the many versions of you, it's how you're viewing yourself. It's all very self-reflective. It's coming from a Virgo overthinker. Overthinker is another category that I like to give to myself. These are like self-proclaimed is what I'm trying to say. Obviously, for a lot of people, their identity is largely shaped by their cultural background, their upbringing, their nationality, their racial identity, their gender expression, their sexuality, their religion. There are so many different ways in which we can define ourselves and categorize ourselves and put ourselves into these little boxes of who we are these are not the identities that I'm gonna really be focused on at least in these early episodes I am very into the personal identity of a self-asserted identity like in that quote self-declarations or almost even self-constructed identity it's more so almost like how you want to be viewed if we're gonna get really to like the core of it because personal identity isn't all personal it's obviously about outside external perception because we're all social creatures so even if you're very introverted like I am you're still out and about and the versions of you are always in flux. Identity is constantly changing, which is another like super trippy part of all of this. Obviously, there's different ways of thinking of versions of yourself, past versions, present versions, versions you're putting on for other people. For instance, like public personas or alter egos, if you're a performer, versions of you is, you know, it's heady, it's a heady concept. (laughs) 
Okay, so identity. Let's define it. Identity, as according to the Oxford Language Dictionary, is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. That reminds me of a book that I really liked, How Should a Person Be? by Sheila Hetty. What a person is. How should a person be? Okay, some synonyms. Individuality, self, selfhood, ego, personality, character, originality, distinctiveness, distinction, singularity, peculiarity, uniqueness, and differentness. So we're talking about the quality or character of a particular person or thing that distinguishes them from others of the same kind, especially when it's strongly marked. And I believe that we are motivated by the need to assert our individuality. And that's the podcast is going to be about all of this. And there's so much in here. So I know maybe I'm overwhelming you. But hopefully this is resonating or this isn't complete gibberish and you're on the journey with me. So... I don't know. There's a few different things. It's like there's there's many versions of you because if you're like me, you are different depending on who you're around. And we're going to get into why and we're going to get into what this means through the pod. But I'm just right now saying that I know it to be true for myself that I am different around certain people and so when I'm around my daughter I'm a mom and I'm in mom mode and if it's just me and her which it is me and her most of my days just me and her most of the day to be honest because my lovely partner my wifey Tony is baking bread going to work at three in the morning and my family lives across the country from me and most of my best friends live nowhere near me, not even in the same state or the same zip code or the same coast as me. So the main version that I am right now, that I'm presenting to the world, to outsiders is mom. And That's a newer version of me. I've only been a mom since, I mean, I guess since I've been pregnant, but I, you know, since I've been able to say I am to take care of another person all day, every day, that's when I became a mom. So I don't know, we'll say it's been two plus years that I've had this identity as a pregnant person slash as a mom. Again, the version of me, the pregnant version of me was a temporary version of me, a super temporary version of me, a version of me that maybe never will come back. That's interesting. There's something there. That was a a brief version of me and was a version of me, though, and was an important, obviously life-changing version of myself. Personal identity are these little categories that I'm putting myself into. So for me, again, I'll start speaking a little bit more firsthand. And I'll keep saying these things over and over again. And they'll feel really annoying to me. But 
I'm doing this podcast as like a little journey exploration through solving my own personal identity crisis that I'm feeling myself go through as I'm postpartum, as I'm in this post-pandemic world, as I'm in a town that I've only been in two years and it's been a specific and isolating two years. So personal identity. So, okay. Me, I identify as a mom and a musician and a vintage seller and like I've proudly stated a Virgo there's so many things that I could say I'm a writer I'm a sister I'm a daughter I'm a neighbor I'm a friend I'm a wife there's the east coast me there's the west coast me there's me when I'm a performer on stage there's me when I'm alone and nobody knows that me besides me which is a shame because she's one of my favorite me's. And something that is also really interesting and a goal of me doing this podcast is figuring out the synergy between all these different versions of you, of me, of us, of we. I think that's the key between feeling anxious and shameful and self-doubt and self-critical and not feeling those things which of course we're all always going to all feel those things at different moments and to different severities but if you're always so confused about which you to inhabit or why you're becoming these versions of yourself that you do like or that you don't like or you're wondering why you can't be more constantly that version of yourself that you do love I think it's trying to find the pattern recognition of what's always there. What's the really core values that keep you grounded every day and not having complete identity crisis 24-7? Because there are many different things that we are all expected to be, so... Even if you are just living that one singular focus life, you're a fireman and you wake up and you're like, I'm a fireman every day. You are also maybe a brother or a husband or a father. And in those things, those are different versions that are expected of you or that you do sort of need to tap into. So I do feel like this is pretty relevant and will resonate with a lot of different people and a lot of different walks of life. But I do feel like the the overall thing that I hope to have this podcast be is a creative outlet for myself. So I really do hope that we can stay creative about approaches to this and we could be sharing resources of things that have made us feel a little bit more seen when we are confused, like things that have helped you feel less confused about why you are the way you are and who you even are. So I'm going to keep this episode pretty short. I'm going to go on for just a few more minutes about who even am I 
Um, just so you can get a little bit more feeling like this is a really intimate space because I really do want to cultivate that. So chances are if you've made it this far in, you might know me. But if you don't know me, I would love to take the next few minutes to sort of give you a little background on who I view myself as. So I'm Rachel. I'm 33. I identify as female. I'm a wife and a mom. I'm from Philadelphia. I live in California. I view myself as a songwriter, a musician, a vintage seller, a collector. I'm an older sister. I'm the only daughter. I'm a singer, I'm a small business owner, I'm an entrepreneur. I mean, this is hard for me if I'm being honest. I really don't love this. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I would love to get a little bit more raw and intimate with y'all about why this is a struggle to say this stuff out loud because I think a lot of it is rooted in um, imposter syndrome and perfectionism because I don't feel comfortable calling myself a musician unless I have a Grammy. I don't feel like I'm a mom unless I have 10 kids. I don't feel like I'm a writer unless I'm a published author, you know? It's like this weird, hyper-critical and impossible standards that I have set for myself that are unrealistic and unhelpful and perfectionism as a form of self-doubt, self-hatred. It's not fun. So... I don't know. Some of them are so easy to say. I'm a Virgo is one of my favorite things to say because it's like I was born in September. Someone somewhere decided that that makes me a Virgo. So it's not necessarily a self-prescribed thing, but the attention to detail and the, you know, pickiness and the super self critical aspects of being a Virgo I highly identify with so I like that that's a identity that's been thrusted upon me because it's something that resonates with me and I don't have to practice being that it's not changing it doesn't matter where I live that's constant so that's one of the more fun and light-hearted ways to sort of you know categorize myself and maybe that's why it feels a little less pressure than saying I'm a musician because people are like, cool, when's your next song coming? When's your next show? And you're like, oh, wait, I don't know. <laughs> but I am working on a new album and hopefully getting back into the swing of a creative outlet like this will... Give me a little bit more confidence and a little bit more self-assuredness that, yeah, I have released many, 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 many songs and many 
different tours and shows have been played. So yeah, I put in those 10,000 hours and I have millions of streams. So I don't know why I am still confused and apprehensive to call myself a musician, but I am. And so I don't know. I feel like there's a lot here that we can obviously get into later. And I would love to do some more interviews with people. And when I say some more interviews, I mean do my first interview start there. Um, Because I do feel like this is probably really relatable and that I know a lot of my creative friends who are dabbling in a lot of different mediums will relate to this. Because I feel like even if you say I'm an artist and you only do one craft that can be intimidating when people are like I'm an artist I'm a writer a painter a singer and a dancer you know it's like that's probably you know comes with its own weird expectations when you say that you are something that can be interpreted a lot of different ways like artist is a perfect example of something that feels cringy to call yourself but it feels a little less cringy when others call you an artist, but it, why? Like, if you're creating anything that is artistic, you're an artist. Like, you know, a farmer, a cattle rancher, a bus driver, they're not calling themselves an artist. So I feel like there's, like, this really weird hierarchy that exists in the creative world of, like, your worth as an artist being equated to how much you've released or how often you release. Specifically, I'm coming from it as a musician, so I'm, I could be even more specific and say this is something I struggle with in the music industry. It's You're only as relevant as your most, you know, recent release, your latest tracks. So you're newest music video your up-and-coming tour and so it feels like calling yourself a musician while you're not actively playing music every day or having band practice or taking singing lessons or existing and surviving off of tour it does feel a little weird to say that to for me to say that out loud right now in a room by myself even because I am going to be comparing myself to literally people on the radio and television being like, well, I'm not a musician like them. This is me interjecting later to say that I have been on the radio within this year, within this past year, and have had so many things on TV and movies. So... Yeah, I mean, this is a future version of me. I'm interjecting to say it's all so relative and objective and subjective or whatever because this version of me coming back and listening and re-listening and editing the pod, I'm like, lady, you literally are a musician on the radio and TV so okay and it makes me sad that I've gotten to that point because I used to just have so much fun playing music and 
it wasn't that serious and it wasn't about the category of going out there and asserting myself as a musician. It was just literally a creative release. So I don't know. I'm starting to get a little bit more emotional than I thought I would, which I feel like is maybe a good thing for a podcast. So I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to embrace the cringe. And I'm going to definitely hit a lot of nerves for myself and possibly others. And I say all of this from a place of my own introspective self-doubt. And I am not trying to call anyone out who calls themselves anything. My main thing is if you think you are it, you are it. And we need to realize like anyone who's shaming us about embracing things that are not harming anyone and are not dangerous, obviously, is what I'm trying to say, is just maybe a hater or maybe jealous or maybe... No one ever told them they could be that. And so they view you as just a completely new, expansive version of what they wish they could be. And the expansive version of you, that magnetic version of you, is what we're all going for. So maybe it's the more confidence that we have and that we are exuding, the easier it is to sort of say, I am X, I am not Y, because it's not coming from that, you know, moment of shrill nerves. So I think that's the first episode of the pod. Please rate, please review please subscribe. Please follow along on Instagram at the many versions of you or follow me personally at Principessa Pouty. You can find me online. I'm on all streaming platforms as Pouty, as Sludever. I'm selling vintage as Bratty Official. There are many versions of me. There are many versions of you. I'm really excited to explore them all this first season of the pod. If you've lasted this long, I love you. I'm so excited to have this cool new project to focus on. If you're like me, you love a project. You love something that feels new and exciting to put energy towards. So this podcast is for all of us. So you're part of the journey with me. So Congrats to us all for getting through episode one of the many versions of you. Seriously, I do love y'all. Bye. See you next Friday.